Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm Jeff. And, and I'm Greg. And we're here to give you the hi hat. We're also here to pump you up. <laughs> we're supposed to say that together. All you always miss it. Uh, I I think people are going to start to believe that um, I'm the one that wants to give everybody the high hat and you're just going along with it because I'm the one who always says it. Well, I'm letting you get the limelight. You know, you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's okay. (laughs) Just like the old days. (laughs) (laughs) There's my cat. All what's right. going on? What's what's what is the good word? What is the good word today? Uh just you know, same old, same old. Some work and stuff, and uh, just some aggravating stuff around the house that I just don't want to. I'm tired of talking about it. I don't even want to get into it. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, um, I do. But, and I'm uh, just sitting here forcing you to relive your your <laughs> your frustrating day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward for my uh, kind of a semi hometown redneck vacation this weekend. Um, going to stay up with some of Michelle's family up in Lake Gaston, up in Bracy, Virginia, close to the Kerr Dam side. So uh, that's going to be pretty cool. Speaking, I'm really looking forward to that. Speaking of back home, did you, to be for sure, y'all, you saw in the news about the tornado that came through? Just north of you. Mm-mm. North of Runic Rapids? No, no, no. Just north of, um, like, it, it started, like, west of Nashville. You know, they're oh. estimating, no, it was, it, they're estimating it was like an E, an EF3. Started just west of Good Nashville, Lord. North Carolina. And they're estimating that it didn't stop until just before Scotland Neck. So it stretched like three counties. Good Lord. Yeah, no, that, yeah, Jan was, um, she sent me some uh, pictures of it and like, like Whitaker's and uh, Rocky Mount, um, mm-hmm. where the Pfizer plant is, where the old Abbott labs used to be. Oh, no, of course. About. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. heavy damage. I mean, it hit that. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. And you can see that right off of I-95, can't you? Yeah. I mean, it, that they, plant? It, actually, it actually crossed 95, and they had to shut that down for a while. Crossed wow. Crossed 64. That's insanity. Yeah. I hadn't heard of any yeah. thoughts yeah. and prayers are out to everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, that's our that's old that. stomping ground. I've still got a lot of friends and family. I've actually... Got a um, a cousin that lives in Scotland next, so I gotta check in on that after the show for sure. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah, yeah I haven't was, watched any news or TV or anything. Oh, I didn't know about it either until I mean Jan happened to see it on Facebook and she's like, "Oh, look at this!" and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Mm. So, mm. so hope I mean, like I said, uh, thoughts and prayers to everybody back home. Um, hopefully, yeah, they're absolutely. Okay. No. 
Oh, um, one thing I just want to bring up real quickly because it was um, related to, and I'm just going to just mention it because it's related to a past episode. Um, but I saw some news this week on the, more on the uh, UAP or UFO phenomenon or whatever. Um, there's some pretty credible on-record testimony of uh, a few people in the Air Force and military and um, uh, I guess Secret Service or for lack of a better word that um, have all testified that the United States is in indeed possession of non-human aircraft. Um, and so now a bunch of senators have gone on and um, basically uh, called for a congressional hearing on the matter. So um, just an update on where that story is trending. It just, um, you know, however you feel about it or what side of the fence you're on about it, it's still... No. What do you interesting what do you, nonetheless? What do you think? Do you think this is just, you know, a blip, a distraction? What do you think? I mean, there's no, do you think there's anything that's going to be, re, you know, like a revelation that's going to come from these things, like a, the, the congressional hearings or anything like that, or is it just going to be the same well, stuff they mean, do every so often? I think it's just like anything else. It's a, uh, um, it's a power grab. It really, I mean, uh, God rest his soul, Rush Limbaugh used to always say, you know, follow the money. Mm-hmm. And whoever has, like, superior technology to everybody else on Earth has, you know, power and influence over everybody else. So I just think it's going to be a public power grab now as opposed to one privately that was held by a few few figures and organizations behind closed doors for all these years. But then again, it could all be bullshit. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just still interesting to follow, you know, that you just imagine the possibilities if it's like truly like a fact or real, you know, what the fuck, you know? And, but if not, <laughs> yeah, I'm an idiot. So either way, you know, it's like, mind-bending either you're a complete idiot or oh my god god i have to reconsider my entire belief structure to some degree <laughs> you know what i mean and, and, going, and uh, going back to that conversation like like my belief is is like that's pretty conceited to think that you know we are the only form of life in this whole universe you know somebody mm-hmm. out there there's there's got to be life somewhere out there and if you don't believe that they happen to come this way, I think that's pretty, I don't know, conceited to think that we're, we're the only ones that are breathing and have life and, you know, have iPods and whatnot. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, not to cut you off or anything. That was just an update. You know, that was supposed to be just an update, but yeah, before we go absolutely. down that route, And I mean, it's just, <laughs> I'm just I'm just not down for talking about any heavy shit tonight at all. I mean, I just, you know, I don't want to I've I've been talking about serious stuff all day. I'm just I'm too old to be like into cho- the twilight time of night. Right. Like, I don't want to hear about the faucet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm becoming a cranky old man. I can I can tell you about my uh my uh, trip to Chicago. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> 
tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I was going to say. Anything happening with you? <laughs> Actually, yeah, Jan and They're I. They're your uh, psychic on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Jan and I just got back from um, Chicago. We spent the weekend up there. That was very nice. Very good. Um, mm-hmm. We ate too much. We walked around a lot. Uh, we got to see uh, the main points were the Field Museum and the Cubs game. And yep. if you want to go to a major league sports game, you better bring some cash with you or bring some money with you. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> what was it? I think, and, and just to, you know, Gosh, what do we, we had, we got, all right, check this. We got two hot dogs and like two beers, a protein. Yeah, you got it. And it was like 75 bucks just for. What? Yeah, 75 bucks. Well, I mean, Chicago is probably the most inflated place in the world. You know what I mean? And it wasn't even like a, a big specialty Chicago dog type thing. It was just a plain hot dog in a bun. You know, so I mean, but it's it's part of the experience, and you know, it, it, I mean, we had saved up for this, so I mean, we. But I, oh, I no. yeah, you put, I could hear my dad. You know, getting to. $75, sir. Do what? You know. <laughs> and, you know, if you, you can combine... keep it. You can keep it. Yes. <laughs> Forget it. You can keep it. <laughs> oh, my dad would like to say, good God Almighty. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. if you combine that with the price of the tickets, all in all that day was about a $300 excursion. But the seats were yeah. great. You saw the pictures, right? Essentially, mm-hmm. the pictures. Yeah, that was. I mean, we had some really good seats that were reasonably priced, and so it was. You know, no obstructions. I got. You know, you could see the whole field, but you were just close enough where I, <laughs> I actually got to see one of the Boston Red Sox hitters. His ex- facial expression was so pissed. Because he got called out on strike three, and he just slammed his helmet down, and he just, you know, you could you could read lips from where I was sitting, <laughs> and it was uh, <laughs> it, it was definitely rated R. <laughs> I will tell you that much. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've um, been to Wrigley Field. Have you? Yeah, I've been there. I've been to Chicago a couple times, and I, I was I saw a concert there. I actually stood on the field. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, from where you we know, were... Pearl Jam played there. Did you see Pearl Jam, or did you see somebody else? Yeah. Oh, so you got to see Pearl Jam at Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That was cool. I have yet to. See... I saw. I think I saw like the last three songs of their act. At Lollapalooza, and uh, oh yeah, I was I was with you there. Was yeah, you were with me there. I was, more I was stories from the old days. Mm. <laughs> I, I, get a, I just want to tell this story before I forget about it. No, no, go for it, man. Such idiots, kids. 
We were one of the reasons we were late for Lollapalooza and missing half of Pearl Jam's act. Um, we we didn't have a real cooler, so we went and bought styrofoam coolers from Food Line, and we packed the shit out of them with ice and beer. I mean, I mean, it was packed to the gill, and we went to pick them up to put them in the car, and the bottom just fell out of them. But the real reason why we were late was because. The the woman I was dating, the girl I was dating at the time. We'll call her Mrs. M. Yeah, well. And so, knowing that this was going to be an all-day outdoor concert, for some reason, she thought that she needed to put on, like, do her hair and do makeup. Mm -hmm. And she spent, like, an hour plus getting quote unquote getting ready and i'm like i'm sitting there and i'm like oh my god by the time we get there fight the traffic to get in then go into the venue but and i was just like i was so pissed because i think pearl jam was what the second act that day yeah we were so shocked that they would come on because they were like the hottest thing going at the time we thought for sure that they would be you know, the last or second to last, like at least into the night before they came on, you know yeah. what I mean? Or the evening, the twilight at least. And so I, I, you know, I wanted to get my money, you know, I wanted to get my money. So I wanted to get there when the first act played the first song and stayed the whole way through. But by the time she got ready and we left and we fought the traffic and we got in, we had missed the, I don't even know who the first act was. We missed the completely completely missed the first act and at least half of Pearl Jam, which was the second act. And I was so pissed mm-hmm. the rest of the day. Yeah. I remember when we walked over the hill, which is, you know, you know, at Walnut Creek, it's just like a grassy lawn and you walk over a hill and then you can see everything down to the stage. And uh, by the time we got there, like Eddie was already climbing around in the rafters. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. But uh, I mean, overall, it was a good. I mean, it was a great show, and I and I did, and you know, I had a good time. But out that having not, you know, with Pearl Jam having such a storied career as they have, I've only seen like maybe three or four songs live. And um, now that I'm old and got responsibilities and stuff, it's harder to do that. You didn't go. You didn't go with us, that group of us that, um, remember when Pearl Jam was having that, um, fight with Ticketmaster and they were playing alternative venues and they came and they played at the, um, dude, it was in Charlotte, like a fairground in Charlotte or something like that. You didn't go with us, that group with us? Nope. That's crazy. Nope, nope, nope. And I didn't go to the one that was in, what was it, Darlington? There was one Rockingham, but that was a lot. Oh, Rockingham, that's what it was. Yeah, not Darlington, but uh, Rockingham. Yeah, but Pearl Jam wasn't there. That was Mm -hmm. um, that was Rage Against the Machine and Metallica. Metallica, Uh, dude. Was he? Was headlining that one? Who else was there? Um, Soundgarden was there too, I think, or it was um, that band would have. I can't remember. (laughs) That was a long time. I have to look that card back up. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. 
the um the one in Rockingham was the second time Rage had played there. I had played in Lollapalooza. The first time was the year you and I didn't go. I think it was like maybe the second or third year of Lollapalooza. And we kind of looked at the lineup. Mm-hmm. We looked at the lineup and we're like, we don't know any of these bands. I, it, there's nobody here that really we knew at the time. And then that, you know, the dates had passed. And like a month Ooh. later, you come running up and you're like, you've got to hear these two bands. And it was Tool <laughs> and Rage Against the Machine. And then you play, you popped them into the mm-hmm. CD player. And I'm, my mind was blown by both of them. I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, I know mm-hmm. the only act that we may have wanted to sing was Alice in Chains. But Rage played with them and Tool played with them. I think. I think it was Tool. But you pop those two Tool and Rage in, and I'm like, my mind was like blown. And then I realized, I say, like, wait a minute. Didn't they just play a lot of Palooza like a couple of weeks ago? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you could have gone and seen them, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, but that that was that was like an opportunity miss. But we did see end up seeing Tool at the um, oh god, what was that place? It was the Ritz. The Ritz. That's I what think it's was. the Ritz again, and it's the Ritz again now. I think. Hunter, can you confirm that as the Ritz, the new Ritz now? Yes. Give me one second. Yep. But that's a cool venue. And if you're not familiar with it, I mean, it's like a perfect, a perfect two level cube, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say it would hold probably about, we'd say about 2,000. Is that? No, nah, probably uh, not that much. About fifteen hundred, if maybe a thousand. Yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of like three to four hundred. Okay, Dad was Dad nailed it. Um, twelve hundred square foot. It is two thousand guests as capacity. Uh, it started in the seventies as a disco club, and then evolved into a live performance club after that but yeah. it's the same one that still is performed in today yeah. i mean you got the balconies if you can get there early and pick, get your spot solidified um and it was the greatest place because you know it, it wasn't a like a club like a bar mm. but if there was a good up-and-coming band that was out on their first tour and you knew it you could catch them there yeah and we caught so many like up-and-coming bands back in the grunge era at that place well, we caught Tool um, there. Tool being one Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and now looking back on it, thirty years later, if that's that's probably about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, as as obscure and as much of a recluse that Tool have become, you know, at least as a band. I mean, they hardly ever toured in their entire career. You know what I mean? And so to have seen them in a live show. Yes. It's something that very few people have. Right. You know, I mean, it's just like, you know, if you were able or lucky enough to have seen My Chemical Romance, I don't know if you like them or not, but, um, okay. you know, they were only around eight or 10 years. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, of that time period, it was probably the hottest band around. It right. was like somebody's, you know, Nirvana to some degree. 
You know what I mean? I think that band probably did a, a good job as a rock band of defining that era. I mean, if I'm a good time in on that, if he wants to or not, I don't know. But I don't think anybody truly does. But I think they were one of the defining bands of that era, at least in the rock genre. Well, here's something I'm he not no thinking about. Uh, I see a lot of, I guess, younger people, like in their 20s, maybe early 30s. And I, and I don't know what to, quite to make of it. I see a lot of them wearing the Nirvana shirts. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure if they're, like, discovering them. Or is it if it's just a nostalgic type of timepiece from that era? I, that's the reason. I don't I'm know, thinking. dude. I mean, but I see a lot of from, from what I was, you know, you know, not saying that I'm like no musical genius or anything, but you know, I was in a band and and you know followed that stuff pretty closely, and I, I would you know from the people I've talked to that are younger and really into music. I mean, Nirvana to those guys are, 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 are like their generation. What Led like Zeppelin, what Led us. Zeppelin was to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can dig that. I really can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because, yeah. you know, for that short period of time, I mean, you know, that whole Seattle scene just ruled, you know, ruled the roost for about, Oh, I'd say about, what do you think? About maybe six, seven years. Yeah, then, I think it, it went on still. It, it was still, it was still culty and like clickish cool. Yeah. It was kind of hipster cool there for a little while too. So I'd say about a decade. Yeah. I was so hard for me to let go of my flannel. <laughs> and my, yeah. But I never stopped wearing shorts everywhere. That's, yeah. And that, in, uh, and, uh, you know, we were the, yes, you and I were the ones standing in line at the record exchange, waiting until midnight for Pearl Jam's mm-hmm. second album, Versus, to come out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we, we stood in line and waited for that. And it was worth it. It was. No, I think that was for... Um... Um, it was the one I liked so much. Vitology. Hmm. I thought it was versus, but it could have been Vitology. It, it was probably, you know what? You know what? It was probably both of them. <laughs> it, it could very well have been because you know versus was such a great yeah, follow-up. I yeah, I'll say this about um, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, and all that. You know, I can remember back in the day. Because like everybody liked Nirvana. I mean, I love Nirvana back in the day too. But I, you know, being kind of like an outsider, or I'm not saying an outsider, but like, you know, I always liked the independent movies and the things that not everybody loves. But everybody was so into Nirvana. It was kind of like Guns and Roses when they were so hot. It's like everybody's listening to Guns and Roses. You know what I mean? It was kind of deal. And I was like. It's just pop rock and it won't last. I remember I went through a period of saying that, you know, and I said, you know, you know, Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains will be the, the music that lives on. And, you know, and I, I, I got to tell you, I mean, nine times out of 10 now today, like if a Pearl Jam song comes on that I don't really like or Alice song comes I don't really like, I'll turn it off. But 
I mean, Nirvana music, I mean, I love it all more than I did back then. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's so much in it as far as raw energy, and it just taps into this nerve, and it, I don't know what it is. When I listen to Nirvana music, I feel like I'm like 24 years old. I don't know what it is about that music, and it, it jacks me up. And you can listen to it. There's something about, even though Nirvana is like, you know, it's heavy. I mean, there's some like really heavy stuff, but the majority of it, it it's kind of got a nice little mellow roar to it than it does, you know, um, you know, something that's going to just be banging around in your head like a lot of the other bands did. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a rhythm like a, a, a dull rhythm about Nirvana's music that's like so pleasing. Now, would you, would you categorize Nirvana in a parallel way to the Ramones a generation before? Like in, especially with their sound? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, you know, in retrospect, I was a complete idiot. I mean, because Nirvana was the band of our era. There wasn't anybody even close. I mean, they made, set, defined, and lived out the whole era and generation of that. There was not even anybody remotely close, in my opinion. And, and I mean, I love the Ramones. I mean, I like it too. I like them. As, yeah, as I've gotten older, and, and, and you know, I listen to everything. I listen to jazz, classical, some, you know, country. I can't listen to any new country hardly, but, you know, the classic stuff I do. And, uh, you know, rock and roll, heavy metal, a little bit. I can get my dose of Metallica in. I love the Injustice for All. I'll get one in. The song one, I don't know if you remember that song. Never mind. Oh, yes. But I, 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 I yeah, can get one I or do. two songs in and I'm like, oh, I got to get this shit off. I can't take it. <laughs> and I listen to a lot of like, a lot of folk music now. Like, like, I mean, I don't mean just like Bob Dylan, which I do listen to Bob Dylan, but I'm talking about even like the contemporary guys that have like, have done this fusion between like folk and country and like jazz and even brought in some like Indian feel at times. And, uh, that's really rhythmic, pleasing sounds. You know? <laughs> I just love to hear that strum of the guitar. Well, um, and, and with me, I've done the same thing except like bluegrass. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I can listen to bluegrass just as much as I can go back in time and listen to the Nirvanas and the Sound Gardens and the and the STPs and and whatnot. And um, the, I mean, I it just kind of it calms me down, you know. It's mm -hmm. a, the the, the songwriting is so much better from that genre than most anything now. Um, the storytelling aspect of it. Um, I, I enjoy listening to a story set to music, which is what I think like bluegrass and folk music is. You still there? I hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hear you. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, sorry. Like, Am I screwed? It looks like you were chasing something there and I thought that it's, you know, ground control to Major Tom. Hello. <laughs> uh, 
It's a lot. I'm like a cat. I got distracted in my in my screen and myself. I see this um red light up in the top left hand corner, and I was just looking to see if it was up there, but it's not. It's okay. I'll be alright. <laughs> it's been a long day and a long yeah. week, but look, I'm a, it's gonna. Hey, let's go back and talk some more about your trip to Chicago. Yeah, because yeah. um. You you mentioned the places that you went, the highlights. I mean, obviously we know Wrigley Field, but um, what was the other places you said you went? Uh, the Field Museum. Um, yeah, what what? I'm not familiar with that. What's there? It, actually, it was uh, a lot of different exhibits. It's more of a a lot of nature stuff. There was a lot of nature stuff in there. There was a, a an exhibit that was pretty interesting. It had to do with how uh, different societies, different cultures handled death, you know, and essentially what is death, the questions you ask, you know, say, you know, what do I, you know, do I have a soul? Do I, where do I go when I die? Is that it? Um, and also... That sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I would say. It, it, I'm joking. Go ahead. No. It was uh, nothing. Nothing brings you know. Nothing bring you know makes your day brighter than going to see a, uh, an exhibit about death. Contemplating your own morality. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> but um, it was definitely that was probably one of the more interesting ones. Um. Was it have like any archaeology stuff too? Like oh, tons of it. Um, oh yeah, okay. From, especially from like um, everywhere. So natural from, history. Yeah, I mean everywhere from yeah. basically the the Americas, um, so far as like uh, the Native American, uh, like artifacts and history, um, Europe, uh, Africa. You know, just about every continent is represented uh, there. Um, but no, it was it was. That's really cool. You need you need to. Probably, probably take a full day, it, and it did. It took us all afternoon to get to see. And there's a there was about like a half a dozen different exhibits. Sorry, I'm especially thirsty today. Um, no, it's not. But um, but yeah, it was it was very interesting. Uh, we one place we want to go back to that we didn't get at the um art museum which is just down the street from it a little bit we're going to hit that one next time we are going next we are going to take a second trip um and also trying to think but so far as that a lot of what we we just spent quite a bit of time just walking around downtown or as they put it the magnificent mile um Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, and that's that's where we were, and that's where we tooled around a little bit, uh, the majority of the time. I will say uh, we did take a the Chicago River runs straight through it, and we took a archaeological tour, a river tour of the architecture of the skyscrapers that are that are in downtown um, Chicago. And that was really interesting to, to hear the history. And it was, instead of trying to walk and see it, 
you had a guided tour, the, the river would take you just about, and you'll see just about every building that they had. And the pictures wouldn't I sent you. Wouldn't have been, hmm? I was going to say, wouldn't have been cool if Vince Vaughn was your tour guide. <laughs> He's like was, he's been like a, a tour guide in Chicago in like three different movies. It seems like to me. Yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. Mm. And and this was, I mean, the the river tour was a pure spur of the moment thing. We hadn't even con, you know considered that in our trip, and it was um, and I think it was the the first day we got there, which was Thursday, and we just spur of the moment and it turned out to be really cool and something we'll probably do again when we go back and it just happened if you do go to chicago and take one of these river tours the best time to take it especially in the summertime is like seven eight o'clock because it's like about an hour and a half two hour tour and so you start out and you see all these skyscrapers in the in the setting sun in the daylight but as you go through the tour and the sun goes down, you see the, you know, by the time you're done, the city is just in lights, you know, the, all the buildings are in lights and stuff like that. And it turned out really, really nice. It was really pic picturesque as it were. And like I guess yeah. I, I, mean, I, I showed you the pictures. I mean, the pictures are, I mean, it doesn't really do it justice, but that was really, it did look pretty. I, all the dead bodies surfacing. <laughs> The and the river is green. It's like a yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. they which got probably, that. Which is probably the cleanest it's been in 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 decades and decades. But um, yeah. and then after we did the tour, then we they got like a river walk, and they've got like a bunch of um. I don't want to say bars. I mean that, but some watering holes. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And after we were done, we just walked on the river walk, got a beer and some snacks and just sat there and just looked at the buildings for a couple of hours. And it was really nice. It was really nice. Um, yeah. Mm. I'm glad y'all had a good time. Like I was telling you, I mean, it looked like y'all did from the pictures you sent. And uh, I know how hard you work and I know you, you needed the break and I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. And before we, we end tonight, I just wanted to share one, one quick story with you about Chicago. You know, this is from back in our freaking frack days. Uh, I don't, you remember our, our old producer, Ron, right? I did. And, um, and, and somehow or another, he in, like convinced me and going with him to meet with some of the like investors and stuff up in Chicago at this, it was a trade show and then he was meeting all these people and advertisers and all kinds of stuff and i was there for three days and we were in these this convention center all during the day so i never saw chicago in daylight anything but one quick thing I, one night ron said he was gonna take me out for an authentic chicago experience and we got in the cab and he told the cab driver he goes i want to take my man here to see some authentic chicago blues because he loves blues music which I did. And the guy looked at him, he goes, he goes, do you really mean that? Or do you want to go to the touristy place? He goes, no, authentic blues. So he said, all right. 
And so he took off driving and we drove. It was like 25 miles outside of town. And even Ron was like starting to get nervous. And like the cab drivers, the cab driver said, all right. He said, it's about eight o'clock right now. He said, if y'all, he said, y'all just go in there and tell him that I sent you. I forgot what he said his name was. He said, you guys are going to be cool until about 10 o'clock and then y'all need to get out of there. He said, don't leave that place and don't be walking around and don't talk to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but we went in there and um, and they were like, the first, when we sat down at the table, we were just playing it cool. And, and they were like, um, the waitress, waitress comes over and he's like, what do y'all want? You know what I mean? And, and we told him like, Sugar, that was the cab driver's name, Sugar. He okay. said, Sugar told, send us in here. He told, and, and she goes, oh, okay, which I want. You know, and the whole <laughs> attitude changed. And we sat there. <laughs> oh, that's and, and, code I mean, word. These, yeah. yeah. And it, it was like, seriously, this place was like an old drugstore. And they had gone in and put a bunch of tables, like little circle tables, like a nightclub. Um, and then they had gone up in the one corner and just like with like, two by fours and some plywood built a platform big enough to put a jazz man on and, and one by one, they're like different acts to get up there and play. And they had the piano too. I mean, it was fantastic, Sweet. but you know, Ron and I didn't leave at 10 o'clock. We left at probably about nine forty because we didn't want to push it. <laughs> we wanted to follow instructions that night, but that, I mean, it was great. But it was a, I mean, it was a true Chicago experience, and that, that's what we wanted. Cool. Now, mm -hmm. when you were up there, did you? And and I'm, I know the joke is coming. So here it goes. When you were in Chicago, did you happen to get a hot Italian beef sandwich? No, I did not. Next time you go, do it. It is awesome. Okay. We uh, go to Port. We went to Portillo's and got a hot Italian beef sandwich, and it was it was. And they also have. I mean, you're doing all the culture stuff. I'm doing all the edible stuff. So. No, I remember. I, I, I ate nothing but sausages the whole time I was there. I love Polish sausage and kibosh. I mean, that's all I ate was hot dogs and sausages. The whole time I'm there, that's all I eat. Yep. And, when, and the street when, vendors are awesome. See, we didn't, well, see, I, the Magnificent Mile in the downtown, it's touristy, but it's also, like, wealthy. I mean, there's no way you can. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you have to make some mega bucks to live down there. But. At the Portillo's, when you're done with your hot beef sandwich, go up to the other counter and ask for a chocolate cake shake. And that's mm. exactly what it is. They take a huge piece of chocolate cake and they throw it into a milkshake. And it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I bet it is. It was. That probably put me straight into a coma. It, oh, you'd be so proud of me. Yeah. What I had for lunch today, you wouldn't believe it. I had an apple, and an orange, and a banana, and some strawberries, and some blueberries. That's what I had for lunch today. Cool beans. Oh, I didn't eat the banana. My bad. I was full. Now, <laughs> was, was this was this part of a larger, like a 
Are we? I'm just gonna. I'm just. I, I'll just take all this stuff to work and then never eat it because it's so hot. And I don't ever want to go anywhere because I'm so into my work. So I just said, you know, I'm just gonna bring the stuff I know I can eat and want to eat. So I went out last night and bought a shit ton of fruit. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's what I. I mean, I did the same thing. We where we work, where I work, actually has a cafeteria, but it's so expensive and it's getting to. I get to the point of life. It's just not good. You know, it's, I feel I don't feel good when I mm-hmm. to eat like I used to back when I was younger. So I just pack my lunch, pack my lunch, and I mm-hmm. eat whatever's in my bag that day, and that's it. Yeah, I get my body is like tells me it speaks to me all the time and tells mm-hmm. me what I need. Like, like Michelle and I both were like, we need cabbage. You know, it's like whenever we we need to get some butter beans because we're both kind of have a little iron deficiencies, and we'll, we'll both feel it and that we'll like crave the stuff that's higher in iron. It's really weird. It is. How you're, you know, you're more in tune with your body as you get older. And also, and with me, and I'm sure with you, when I eat something that I really shouldn't have or overindulge, my body now more than ever says, "No, we're gonna you're gonna pay for that later, or you're gonna pay for that now." You know, you mm-hmm. and I, you know, I just bleh, that's how you know I just heard, but um, yeah, I did that with an ice cream sandwich last night right before I went to bed and I looked at it. I was like, I'm going to eat you. And then I was like, you know, I don't, uh, it's midnight. Why am I going to eat that now? And I, I put it back and went to bed. So. Yeah. <laughs> Self-control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, what, yeah, what good is that going to do you? I mean, we're enjoying, <laughs> you're half asleep. I mean, you're just going to slobber all over it. You know what I mean? That That what, is, what, is probably, you're probably, most times when we eat like that, it's because we're bored. Or you yeah, think exactly. you think it's something that you want, you know, and it's really not. Most times we just eat when we're bored. I say, oh, I'm bored. What's in if the fridge? I'm like, I'm like, if I'm gonna eat like that, I'm gonna eat that for breakfast. Yeah, because you know? <laughs> I can burn it off there today. <laughs> eat a big a banana split for breakfast. That's what I'm gonna start doing. We don't need the bananas. 5,000 calories behind at the start of the day. <laughs> Eat around the banana. That just has oh. nutrients. <laughs> Why are you so sluggish today, Jeff? Oh. Hey, good. <laughs> I had a big breakfast. I don't know. <laughs> I had a fruit salad of something with whipped cream and bananas. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was the three gallons of ice cream. Maybe that had something to do. <laughs> mm. Oh, mm. my Lord. Well, look, man, we're already into it really heavy. I know we had, like, had planned to sort of talk about some stuff for from the old days, and we had pre-planned some things we were going to talk about that. Okay. But um, let's save that for the next one. So we just go wherever we want to go. That's right. I think we should plan less. It's always worked for me in the past. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Yep. All right. But as always, we want to thank everyone for listening. But wait, wait, is it, um, is it time to go already? Or no, 
It is. Damn We're it. wrapping it up. I know. It goes by fast. <laughs> you know, if, if, if we want to keep going, just imagine how enthralled our audience is right now. They're going, what the fuck? The show's over? And then they're gonna we're gonna leave them wanting more. That if you remember from show business, that's what you do. You don't you don't get it all in one. You leave them wanting more, so they come back. That's right. Producer Ron has told us well. <laughs> that's right. But for our in, ever increasingly growing audience, we're just humbled. We want to thank all of you so much. Uh, for your likes, your clicks, and your comments. Keep them coming. Tell your friends about it. Share with friends and family. Just get the word out about Greg and Jeff getting the high hat And also um, our producer Hunter's shows, um, which are finding new films. There he is. You, Hunter, plug yourself since you're here. Ooh, uh, Monday, you nice. can watch FNF self <laughs> Plug myself, yeah. yeah that was that was very nice. Um, oh, my <laughs> plug you, Hunter. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's insane. Anyway, yeah, uh, F and F, plug yourself, <laughs> F and F on uh, Mondays. Um, you can check that out. That's me solo reviewing movies. I just changed the format so it's a little bit choppier and like more straight to the point. Um, Fridays is finding new films and then uh, that's basically uh, movie reviews with a friend um, to put it in a quick way and then uh, the basement tapes we have uh, a new podcast it's pretty similar to this one honestly but uh, it's just me and Trevor Um, so that comes out like every other week ish Um, I highly recommend it Trevor and Hunter together are hilarious yeah, so that won't come out. Uh, it'll have already come out when this uh, comes out. So uh, go watch the second episode. Thanks. That's it. Bro- oh, by the way. Oh, and it's follow Hunter's us all birthday. on Instagram. Yeah, and it's Hunter's birthday on Friday. So everybody go on social media uh-huh. and everywhere and wish Hunter a happy birthday. They got it right there. Thank you. They got it right there. What has one yeah. son and is celebrating a birthday? That guy right there. I'm sorry. That's good. <laughs> um, oh, and, Greg, and Greg just had a birthday too, like two weeks ago. Did yeah. we tell you happy birthday? Okay. God, I was like, ooh, that would have sucked. <laughs> he would have probably been pouting after the show. I, he just started at, crying. At this, at this age, I'm just <laughs> I'm starting to be happy. I just made it through another year. <laughs> but thank yeah. you. And yours is next month, yeah, sir. I heard that. No, I've stopped having them. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm. We're, let's get out of here, folks. Good night, everybody. We'll try better next time.